Welcome back to the Hoot Hob Show. Uh, with us, as always, womp womp. My right hand man to the left, C Wayne, is not here today. Uh, be in prayer for, or, or send good thoughts, good vibes, whatever your thing is, man. Send it to his family. Um, they're they're going to lose a loved one, and that's never easy. So uh, my prayers are with him, and, and we love him, and we're ready for him to be back. Uh, but with me, as always, is Mr. BT Brennan Torres. Hey. And you're going to have to just deal with the two of us today, uh, so, you know, sorry. It happens. So, uh, anyway, man, uh, bef- before we get into uh, our, our, you know, kind of short show, and I'll explain in a little bit why it will be short, um, you know, I, I do want to touch base and really hit on the same thing, man. Send good vibes, send good thoughts, send your prayers up, um, and, and, and all you, as much love as you can possibly uh, feel towards someone you don't know, man. Uh, the people of Haiti were rocked by another earthquake uh, uh, yesterday morning, and uh, it, it is unknown uh, right now how many are dead um, and missing and, and, and all that. So it, it's just a bad deal. It was a, a 7.2 magnitude earthquake um off the coast and uh it's it's just a bad deal and and, you know haiti has been getting hit with lots of earthquakes and hurricanes and all kinds of stuff man so just just you know uh, for me i say I, i definitely pray for the people of haiti and uh to add to that too is like the um the people of afghanistan uh you know uh not just our u.s troops and and personnel uh that are in the midst of uh evacuating uh but you know the afghani nationals that that do help our troops and you know all that kind of stuff man be in prayer for them because without without the u.s troops there to uh for protection anyone who helped us you know i mean terrorists suck man absolutely you know that, that just is what it is they're, they're gonna kill a lot of really good people and it's it, you know that's what evil a does, lot of though. innocent people yeah that's right that's right um so you know, to all the interpreters and drivers and everything uh, from the people like the nationals of Afghanistan who've helped the U.S. military, man, uh, thank you. And so I'm going to leave that alone just because I don't know all the details. Uh, you know, it's still too early to have all the details on anything. Uh, so I'm not going to present it as news because that's not what it is. Uh, I just wanted to kind of put it out there for people to hear. Um, so now uh, on to our regularly scheduled shenanigans. Uh, with just the two of us today, and uh, we're, we're going to, you know, keep it light and keep it short today because uh, I this is a different day than what we normally record. We normally record on Mondays. Today is a, it is a beautiful Sunday afternoon, uh, and Monday night, tomorrow night, uh, my wife and I are going to the hospital to be induced. My son will be born sometime within the next 48 to 72 hours. So congratulations. Yeah, thank well, you. Thank you. Early congratulations, but congratulations. Yeah, yeah, thank you so much. Thank you so much. And I'll, I'll be I'll make sure to, you know, probably drop a drop a picture on the on the old space box and everything and I will make sure to share it on the uh, the Hoot Hob show page. Um, you know, so I'm 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 usually a pretty proud dad. I can't wait to meet the little fellow. Oh yeah, little little monster probably. Uh, my daughter <laughs> is, so why wouldn't he be? Uh, but anyway, okay, so let's get on some some lighthearted stuff. I uh <laughs> I saw something earlier today, a meme that actually made me look at it and go like, hey, that's a good point. And it was a picture of Brendan Fraser and Keanu Reeves next to each other. And they were like, why have these two never been in a movie together? Like everyone, like you could call the movie 
movie and it would sell out <laughs> and i was like they, it's take, true. take my money now yeah for it would though so we talked about a lot of underrated things in the past and i'm gonna go ahead and say it man uh brendan fraser is an underrated actor like that dude have you ever seen anything he was in besides monkey bone Yes, yes, I have. Actually, I'm going to agree with you. I The only thing that I can think of that I've seen him in that I think is awful representation of him as an actor would be George of the Jungle. I didn't think he was very good in that one, but it could have been the character that he was playing. Yeah, I would say I, I agree with that. You know, and if you haven't seen the 90s version of George of the Jungle starring Brennan Fraser and uh, what Leslie Mann was in that, right? Yes, 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 I believe yeah, so. Yeah, right. Watch it. It's, it's, uh, it'll kick you right in the nostalgia. Overall, for a kid's movie, good movie. Uh, Brendan Fraser's performance in it, not super great. And I don't I don't know if Disney even cared that it was good. They were like, he looks like... I, pretty much, I think so. And he was kind of in the same boat where he, his career... He hadn't done The Mummy or anything at that point. Right. So it was like, I, I just need to be on t- or in a movie or on TV or something, guys. Yeah, yeah. Well, but then, you know, you had The Mummy, uh, which was... Awesome to this day, yep. still love that movie. If a great I find movie. it, yeah, if it's on TBS, FX, I'm watching it. Uh, uh, I was gonna say a personal favorite of me and the wife is uh, Bedazzled, mm-hmm. the one where he's in the with movie Elizabeth with Hurley, Elizabeth man, yeah. the devil. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's actually uh, actually a pretty. What's crazy about it is it actually has a good message to it too. Like Elizabeth Hurley's the devil who wants him to make good decisions. Yeah, uh, so yeah. that was kind of a weird twist on that, but that was a that was a silly movie, uh, but but good I thought. Um, it was funny at least. Uh, Monkey Bone was that was awful. Uh, I don't. I, I, I think that I, was misguided. I do too. I tried to watch it because it was on HBO not here long ago, and it's still it's weird, and I can't quite understand it. I don't know if he was going for Tim Burton's Nightmare Before Christmas vibes or I, I don't know because it was it it was like. Um, I don't know. I, I always assume that was a Tim Burton movie, is it not? Uh, I, I don't know. It just seems like one, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it looks like one. It feels like one because I was like, yeah, it's like uh, Nightmare Before Christmas meets Beetlejuice. I was like, well, those are both Tim Burton movies. Maybe that, yeah. you know what? I, maybe, maybe. You know what? I'm going to look it up. I'm going to look it up. <laughs> this terrible movie. I'm going to look it up. Uh, no, no. Uh, Henry Selleck was the director. Oh, well, there you go. Maybe he was trying to pick up on some Tim Burton vibes because that definitely had some dark and... Okay, well, apparently Henry Selleck is the person who directed The Nightmare uh, Before Christmas. Not on Elm Street, my goodness. Uh, That's what it's telling me right here, so... Interesting. Yeah. Is everything we believe a lie? I don't know. Are we getting Mandela affected here because we both had the same past memory that was false i know let's see here bro we might have lived a lie for like a long time listen to this uh Coraline Mm -hmm. Henry Selleck well I I didn't think that Coraline was uh Tim Burton the only reason I know that's because of my wife that's like her favorite movie oh okay uh, James and the Giant Peach, which I thought was Tim Burton. I, I did too. Okay, but for the record, it said, I knew it. Okay, on Nightmare Before Christmas, it even says Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before Christmas. Did he produce it? Are Probably. we going? Probably. We're, we're looking at directors when I should be talking producers. That sounds like it. But he had nothing to do with Monkey Bone. He didn't. Really? <laughs> good on him. Yeah, good for him. <laughs> but I mean, if you look at the other ones that Tim Burton has been a part of, though, 
You got uh, Beetlejuice and yeah. Edward Scissorhands. Yeah. The Batman, the uh, yeah. Michael Keaton Batman franchise. Yeah. Bat- well, actually, and it extended past that. It's actually, because it's the only consistent, it's the Tim Burton Batman franchise because you had Michael Keaton for the first two. Then you had Val Kilmer. And then you had Tang, man. <laughs> you had George Clooney. George Clooney. Yeah. yeah. Although, uh, I will say this, that... I, Clooney is believable to me as Bruce Wayne. If he wanted to be the playboy side, I can yeah. believe that. It's just whenever he's in superhero Batman costume, that's Clooney to Batman. You're suit. like, shouldn't you be at the ER right now? Or I don't know what. What else do you do? Being handsome somewhere? Yeah, just go do that. And he's like, now I'm gonna sell <laughs> espresso coffee. I'm like, all right, cool, I guess. But um, I, I, we've gone off on this tangent with Tim Burton whenever we were talking about Brendan Fraser, right? Yeah. So like the Mummy come out and that's awesome. The Mummy Returns came out and it was surprisingly awesome for a, a sequel. I think it's because Rachel Weisz kind of looked. I don't know better in the second movie so everyone's like oh yeah no i'll watch that uh of course he wasn't in in oh no he did he, <coughs> he came back in that one with jet lee where they found like a japanese mummy or something or oh Chinese. yeah the one of the the newer ones yeah uh um, tomb of the dragon emperor yes that's it and then you know the rock was in some of those too yeah, yeah, that's actually what jumped off his uh, acting career because he was, he was still wrestling it whenever he first got the role of the Scorpion King, even though it was a lot of digitized in the the Mummy. Yeah, well, but then I he mean, got his spinoff movie. Yeah, yeah, the spinoff movie actually I liked. I thought it was cool. The first one. Now there's like Scorpion King forty five, starring another person from Taylor Lautner. Taylor He's like. <laughs> Bella, have you ever heard Taylor Lautner talk? It sounds like this. <laughs> I I have seen Twilight, so I do know what he sounds. Ah, gross. Anyway, <laughs> ew. <laughs> okay, so here's the thing, though. What if they made another John Wick movie? First off, have you seen the first three John Wick movies? Own them on Blu-ray, and all three of them, like. They're awesome. Like, to me, the story gets better every movie. Like, and I understand that it's similar, but the way it changes, it's it's all kind of... For me, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's kind of... I get it. I can see how it could progress to that. See, I'm one of those people that never loved sequels, so I love the first one the best. Yeah. But I also see the awesome... The, I think the other two are awesome as well, so yeah. I can't hate on them. Um, the, the, the latest one, uh, I think, is the one with Halle Berry. It wasn't as good, maybe. Um, Keanu, uh, I mean, that dude just does no wrong to me. Oh, yeah, I, I feel the same way. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know what else to say. Yeah, I mean, seriously. you Look look at that dude's resume, okay? He was uh, Point Break. He was in The Devil's Advocate. He was in Speed. Uh, name it. It's awesome. Uh, maybe not the lake house. Maybe not the lake house. But other than that, he was Bill and Ted. Yeah. Oh, bro. Yeah, Bill and Ted. And they actually made a new one of those not too long they ago. They did. They did. Uh, Keanu Reeves is notably like he's in on the joke on a lot of stuff too. It's, yeah. It's kind of charming. I'm telling you though, if we're gonna talk about Keanu, man, I can't let it go by without touching the, on the fact that like you know how a lot of times when you watch action movies and the star, you know, when they're doing all their cool stuff like. 
you don't see their face. You know, I mean, everyone knows it's, it's stuntman, all this kind of stuff, right? Fun fact. Now, Keanu Reeves does not do all of his own stunts, but whenever you watch him, like, John Wick is the best thing that I can use to comparison, but, you know, but when you see him, you know, going through, like, the tunnels underneath that building or whatever, and he's just full operator, you know, switching between weapons, all this kind of stuff, that is him. That is him doing all of that. And I have watched videos of Keanu Reeves at uh, the shooting range. And this dude is impressive. Like, I mean, I used to do that for a living. So whenever I see him, I'm like, oh, I wouldn't go up against him. I would not compete against him. No, no. I've seen the same videos that you're talking about, and it is impressive. I saw them actually because I used to work for a, a man named Rob who was really big into competitive shooting. Yeah. And he showed me some of those videos of yeah. Keanu Reeves. And he's crafted it to a, a level where he is, you know, semi-competitive. Like, if he really wanted to try to you know, win a competition, he, he could try. So I have a, another unexpected in that same, uh, you know, area of, uh, I guess, hobby, uh, you know, competitive shooting and everything. Someone who is, uh, who does train for competitive shooting, Zach Morris himself, man, uh, with Mark Paul, uh, Gosslinger? Gosslinger. 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 I think it's actually Gosslinger. Yeah, but uh, but yeah. But anyway. Yeah, yeah, Zach Morris. Yeah, Zach Morris, man. He's a shooter. That dude. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. And I, I follow him on the gram, dude. I can't help it. I've been watching uh, retro uh, Say by the Bell of College Years because I didn't really ever watch it. It was a primetime show when it aired. I was a kid. Right. Wasn't my demo. So I'm going back and watching it now, and it's interesting to see, you know. Zach Morris hitting on women in college. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and what's fun about the old like high school TV show or even the, the college years or whatever is like when you watch it, you're like, huh, that wouldn't fly today. <laughs> you know? No, none of it. Yeah. The, the pilot episode, I don't think it would have got a second episode. Oh, no, man. Uh, AC Slater, Mario Lopez running around calling everyone chicks and babes and all yeah, that kind of and, stuff. I'm like, that's sexist. And the... The gosh, uh, what's what's the name? The resident guy, the the big football player, uh, Ox. Yeah, the but anyway, he's there, and like day one, there's this young lady she can't figure out which door she's going in, so he just picks her up because he's a giant, yeah, with no effort and moves her in front of the right door. Everything's okay, right there, canceled yeah. today. Yeah, canceled. yeah absolutely. Like, Can you? That, that is non-consensual touching. I'm like. Like, if he would have grabbed her by the booty and did it, well, I, I might have been like, That's okay. what I was thinking, too. He picked her up by the waist. He could have done the same thing with Screech. They're about the same size. <laughs> yeah, you know? I'm sure he probably did. I didn't yeah. keep watching the episode. Yeah, I, I quit after that. I was, I, like, I was triggered. <laughs> that's, that's like, oh, I am turning this off. <laughs> I am. I, I'm writing a strongly worded letter. <laughs> yes. That show that you took off the air 20 years ago, I want it canceled. And they're like... We took it off the air 20 years. It was canceled. I don't know what else to tell you. Victory. Yeah. I did it. Thanks, Karen. So let's let's kind of switch back to Keanu for a minute. And it's actually one of my favorite Keanu Reeves movies, um, Constantine, where he plays, you know, the kind of disgraced priest uh, who is basically trying to earn his way into heaven because he... If you don't know the storyline of this, I don't know what to tell you. This movie's been out like 20 years. And so. it's based off a DC uh, yeah, comic book. exactly. So John Constantine, as a child, he can see the dead and demons and all this kind of stuff. And so he, uh, as a child, commits suicide. Um, and the, they get him in the ambulance, they get him to the hospital, they bring him back. But technically, he was dead for two minutes. Therefore, by, uh, it, you know, I, I don't 
pretend to know how things are now in the Catholic Church, but I do know that once upon a time, at least, suicide is uh, was a uh, what, what do they call it? A mortal sin. Uh, basically, is a sin that excludes you from heaven. So basically, he spends the rest of his life exercising demons and all this kind of stuff, trying to earn his way back into heaven. Uh, so anyway, there, there's a little background on that, and he has this helper in the movie. Okay, he's got a, a driver. Um, Man, I can't remember his name. I think it's Miles. But uh, anyway. Chaz? Chaz. Chaz. It's Chaz. Chaz. You're right. Chaz Kramer is his name. Anyway, um, so this is like John Constantine's lackey. You know, he just kind of follows him around like, John, can I do this? And he's like, shut up and move the car. The entire movie. You know what I'm saying? He's like, John, John, I know where we're going. Can you get me in? He's like, yeah. His, his you little can lackey boy? Yeah, his little lackey boy. You know, he says, yeah, you can get in if you can get in and then just like leaves him. I was like, Oh, this guy is terrible. But, uh, anyway, the lackey is played by the one, the only, the worst Shia LaBeouf. Even Stevens. <laughs> yeah. Even Stevens. That's right. Uh, you know, that's all I could think about when Colby was like, I think Shia LaBeouf played me a movie. I was like, are we talking about even Steven Shia? Cause I could see that. Yeah, the, the driver <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or like Chaz Kramer. Is that what we're talking about? He's like, no, no. Like, uh, Sam Witwicky is like, mm, that's a little too heroic. I mean, still nerdy, but a little too heroic. <laughs> hey, you're not here, and if you're listening to this, I'm picking on you on purpose. I love you. Anyway, how cool would it be, though, like Keanu plays you in a movie, though, right? Because, you know, you know he can be, like, down and dirty and tough guy, and then at the same time, he'll be like, whoa. And like, you're like... Is that is that really all you had to say right there? And he's like, Don't, okay. He's also got the heartthrob thing going too, because I know a lot of women that love that Lake House movie. I really, uh, yeah. it, it drives me up the wall. Uh, but yeah, well, you know, I think that was more of a Sandra Bullock asked me to do this movie, so like, what am I going to do? Tell her no? Of course I'm going to do it. But uh, I don't know. Maybe it's the other way around. But uh, one thing I will say about Keanu, though, when it comes down, have you ever? like seeing pictures like online of maybe people posting to their social media or something. Oh my God, we ran into Keanu Reeves and he takes a picture with him. Have you ever paid close attention to those? No. Okay. So someone told me about it. So I went through and I, yeah, I know like a weirdo and started looking up people's Keanu posts, but it's true. Like anytime there are young women who want a picture with Keanu, he, uh, kind of like, you know, puts his arms out like like it's gonna be around them but like when you look at the picture you notice like his arms and hands are nowhere near them like he's like his hands will be straight out like see i'm not actually touching them and i was like and he was doing this back before all the me too stuff i was like this dude is living in a different planet he's on on another level yeah he's he saw and like he's like hey look the writing's on the wall it's your fault if you don't read it i'm not touching any of these people I, I don't know if it was a COVID thing or like, hey, I don't, I'm not trying to catch a rap for something I didn't do. But if you think about his career, man, you think about a lot of actors or politicians or just anyone who is considered in America to be noteworthy. Like, they're all riddled in scandal, right? Now, honestly, actors maybe not as much because they're not held to the same high standard of being like, you know, supposed to be the... I, I don't know, monogamous uh, husband or wife or whatever, like a politician would be. But when it comes right down to it, like Keanu Reeves, that dude's career is bulletproof. Yeah, he might not ha- he might not be everyone's thing. 
You know, it, people might not like his movies, whatever. But you know what they can't do? Yeah, but I heard he was involved. In, nope, nope. If you heard that, someone lied because, like, look it up. This dude literally goes home to his studio apartment and is like, I'll just stay here. I mean, dude lives a very humble life, and I'm basing all he's, this. He's had some tragedies in his well, life. Well, yeah, I mean, his, well. best fan, fan, uh, his best friend was River Phoenix. And, you know, he had died of an overdose in the curb or on the curb outside the uh, the Viper room. You know, when was that? It was like 80 or was that early 90s? That was probably early 90s. It probably was. Either way. Uh, but, yeah, and then, like, I, I think he had some kind of tragedy in his family, too. Like his sister passed away or something. I, I, I don't really know. I, I'm not a savant when it comes down to Keanu. But uh, he's lived a pretty interesting life. Uh you know, aside from being an actor, like he, he kind of at least p- puts off the persona that he's, even though, yes, he's a big time A-lister. He's kind of like a regular dude. Another Canadian. Oh yeah, of course. Another Canadian. Does it surprise us though? No, no. I like, listen, I think a lot of the best, best people in show business come out of Canada. Okay. Canada. That's, yeah. That's the only way they can be Canadian. I mean, you wouldn't say they're Canadian. No. Or Canadian. What are you talking about? Uh, so, yeah, man, Keanu is uh, hes an interesting person, man. Like I said, he seems to live a pretty humble life and all that kind of stuff. And when really he, he's been steadily working for a long time. And, like, he could be flexing on some people, but he don't. You're right. And at this point, I'm sure that he doesn't have to work anymore. He's probably has enough income where he could retire comfortably if he truly never wanted to, you know, do another film. Oh, yeah, I'm certain he could. He seems like he enjoys doing it. And he also doesn't shy away from people. While he's very private, whenever he's in public, if a fan wants a picture, he has no problems with. Yeah, and that's pretty interesting for a guy who has like, you know, by his own, uh, I'm pretty sure he was the one who put it out there. But, uh, you know, his publicist or whatever, you know, for a guy who struggles with depression and anxiety, like it's amazing to see how he does in a crowd. Because me, I don't do well in a crowd. I get a lot of people... First off, not a lot of people flocking around me to get my autograph, but uh, I, I can be in the mall and just be too many people bumping into me, and I'll sit there and be like, all right, it looks like Grandma's about to catch a roundhouse to the face. <laughs> it's like, who, you need to go to the car. Yeah, pretty much. My wife's like, just go. Like, We can't even come to Target. Go away. I'm like, all right. We bye. haven't even got out of the parking lot. <laughs> You've picked three fights. I'm like Randy Marsh at a Little League game. <laughs> oh, you want to go? I uh, thought this is America. Apparently, it's not America. Yeah, this America. I thought it was America. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want it with the bat, Dad. Oh, man. Keanu, man. Keanu's a cool dude. Brendan Fraser seems like a cool dude. I'd hang out with either one of them. I would love to see that movie. I, Whenever I first saw that post, I honestly was thinking, like, they've never had a movie together. They seem like they would work perfectly. Yeah, but I did, I did like it. It's like, they could release this movie and call it movie, and it would sell out. I was like, yeah, it's true. So, you know, uh, Keanu's Canadian, so we're talking about uh, Canadian things and all cool things Canadian. I, I discovered a show on Hulu, and it's not new by any means. But I just now started watching it, and it's called Letterkenny. Have you have you seen this? I've seen a couple episodes, but I've never watched committed to watching it all the way through. But it is a hilarious show. It's very funny, and it, like it hits all the my favorite parts of humor because my, like my sense of humor is pretty like diverse. You know what I mean? Like I like a good you know the stupid silly ridiculous jokes but at the same time like i really like dry humor as well you know uh like for instance nate bargatze is a stand-up comedian that i love he's a has a very dry sense of humor but it 
just gets to me, right? But, you know, I also like Kevin Hart, who's very animated and, you know, everything else, you know. So, but anyway, Letterkenny has a lot of those goofy jokes, but everything, literally everything is delivered, like, with a straight face. Like, there's, you know, it's a very dry sense of humor. Like, even when they're being overtly ridiculous, every joke is delivered with a straight face, like it's a very serious stuff. And that's that's just what gets me. I mean, um, just know that uh, Letterkenny is rated TVMA uh, for language and probably uh, sexual content, like innuendo or whatever. But So it's not something you're going to want to let your kids watch. But at the same time, um, I, I don't know. It's pretty funny. Uh if you can, if if you're if you're okay with dealing with the you know the language, then it it'll be pretty funny to you too. I know some folks are like ah they could have made it without yeah they probably could have but they didn't so just either enjoy it or don't enjoy it nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll, I'll get off of the the Canadian stuff and uh, I am gonna kind of stick to uh, show business uh, and I, I know that we've kind of touched on this the past few weeks but like I said this one's kind of laid back and fun so we're just gonna keep talking about it. Um, there was a movie that came out, um, actually, let me see when this one did it, it. Okay. It did come out last year. Uh, 2020 was actually a big year for movies, surprisingly, because there were no box office releases after what April. Yeah. There was a lot of uh, straight to video streaming, right? You know, Disney of course has its own platform. So a lot of their movies, um, released, uh, on Disney Plus with premium access along with, you know, now along with hitting theaters, but that's how they released everything. And what I thought was cool, because I wasn't going to pay for premium access, I already have Disney Plus because my daughter, whatever, uh, and, and, you know, me too, whatever, I like Disney. Um, movies, not ideology. Uh, but, little joke for the conservatives. <laughs> anyway, Mulan, the, the remake of Mulan. Um, my daughter had just seen the one that came out when we were kids, the, the cartoon version, and she loved it. Just thought it was the coolest thing ever. Eddie Murphy is the dragon. Yeah, Mushu the dragon is Eddie Murphy. That was fantastic. And that's actually a point that I want to get to on it. So on this new remake of Mulan, very similar storyline. Uh, you know, everyone's like, it's totally different. It's really not. It's, it's very, very, very similar. Uh, there is no Mushu. Mushu is not a part of the movie. At all? No At reference? All. No nothing. reference, nothing. I was like, huh, that kind of sucks. I was hoping like Eddie Murphy would make a, a voiceover come back for a CGI dragon or something, right? Yeah, Kevin Hart is the dragon. Something. Give us <laughs> yeah, something. Yeah. Snoop Dogg is the dragon. Like, What's up with all the smoke, Snoop? <laughs> Don't worry about it, nephew. <laughs> Don't worry, baby. We got this. Yeah, it's all gravy, baby. But um, so Mulan got actually didn't do well like it it got about five and a half out of ten on like imdb ratings and stuff like that i actually thought it was much better i was i would have given it like eight out of ten it was a pretty entertaining movie graphics were on point that had a lot of action nice storyline to it everything my daughter loved it she, but she did ask she's like where's mushu i was like well you know i don't know how to explain this to you yeah i mean i enjoyed the beauty and the beast one that they did i i actually enjoyed that one yeah. i the lion king one i thought was fantastic i was a little disappointed that they didn't have the be prepared it was a uh, more spoken word this time rather than song yeah but i enjoyed the even aladdin even though it was very different than the animated one. right but i enjoyed them so i'm really surprised i haven't seen the mulan yet but no Mushu is going to, that, that's quite a disappointment. Yeah, it, it, it really was. Now, I'll give you, uh, moving past that, because I want to talk about a few movies that came out last year, 
like I said, we can't spoil them because films like, oh, you spoiled that movie for me. Like, it's been out for eight months. Go watch it. I don't know what to tell you. But there was a movie that was, at least for me, and I know a lot of others, very highly anticipated um, called Tenet. I don't know if you heard of it. All right, so um, in this in this movie, Tenet, um, I'll give you the description real quick. It just says, armed with only one word, Tenet, and fighting for the survival of the entire world, a protagonist journeys through a twilight world of international espionage on a mission that will unfold in something beyond real time. So I'm going to give you like the, the hillbilly version of this. So basically what it is, is like there are people who can move like forward and backward through time and they have manufactured things like objects that will do the same. So like for instance, um, you know, honestly, there's no good way of explaining this because no matter how I explain it, when you watch it, you're going to be like, that's not it at all. And like, cause nothing makes sense. That's the whole point I'm getting to is this movie was highly anticipated. I really wanted to watch it. Um, it has, let me look at the cast real quick. Ah, there it is. John David Washington, um, who starred in, uh, ballers, which was like football, uh, entourage. You know what I mean? Like with The Rock. With The Rock. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was like Entourage, but football. You know, oh, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, uh, I like that show. Quiet Turtle. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um, I, I was really excited for this movie because I kind of like the science fiction stuff like this. So I was like, cool, it's action. It's weird. I like it. And I started watching it. And like an hour into it, I'm a third of the way into it. And I was like, okay. Um, uh, I don't, I don't have a clue what, what's happening. Like I'm, I'm sitting here watching it. I was like, I have no idea what's happening right now. And then it just never cleared up. And like, I didn't, I honestly, I didn't even finish the movie and the end is probably where it all comes together. I know, but I was just like, this is garbage. So I turned it off. It did win an Academy Award for Best Visual Effects. Well, of course it did. Have you ever, <laughs> that's what I told Colby before. He's like, it won all these awards. I was like, I oh, am. Yeah? Yeah, you ever seen any of the movies that win awards now? I bet you don't. This just seems kind of heavy. You know, I'm looking at it, and I do enjoy Christopher Nolan movies because they're usually really deep. Yeah. But this It's seems, too much. Re- reading all of the time traveling, and there's also, like, well, I don't know, is this, like, political stuff in yeah. here as yeah. well? Yeah, oh, yeah. It's all political espionage along with science fiction, and it's, it, it's just too many layers and so you get lost and you're like, I have no idea. Is this, is this before that or has, is this real time or is, is this the future? I don't know what's going on. You're right. It seems like it, and on paper it was a great idea, even the cast, because it's giving people like John David Washington and Robert Pattinson an opportunity to, you know, show that they yeah. can do something. Leading other roles. Than, yeah, leading roles in a film. And then it got delayed. And Kenneth Branagh's in it. He's a fantastic noted, noted uh, English actor. Yeah, there, it's got a great cast, so I haven't seen it myself, but if, if judging from the way you described it, it could probably be one similar to uh, Inception where a person gets lost in it, and yep. if you're lost in it, you, a movie may not be for you. All right, so uh, we'll, we'll, I'm, I'm going to do uh, two more, all right? So I, <laughs> this one I watched and, and enjoyed, okay? I want that to be clear. I watched this movie, and I enjoyed this movie. It was terrible, Okay. Um, it was the invisible man. Um, it came out last year. It, it kind of, 
honestly, it, it gives you a very Hollow Man feel. You remember with Kevin Bacon? Yeah, I was going to say, this isn't the Baconator movie. No, it's not the Baconator movie. It might as well be. Like, he's like, hey, I'm invisible, so I could... I don't know, be like, creepy. Yeah, I could be all creepy. And basically what this dude does is sneaks into his ex-girlfriend's house and he, 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 like she finds out he's, you know, quote unquote dead. He, she inherits his estate. And so she's like, oh, dope. OK, he's dead because he abused her or whatever. Yeah, right? he wasn't a good dude. Yeah. So, um, yeah, then he's not dead. He's just wearing this suit made of tiny cameras that reflect back and make him invisible. invisible. Yeah. And it's just terrible. But once again, I liked it. I really like, I like bad movies. Though. I enjoyed the original hollow man, but that's a bad the, movie. So you would probably it's a bad. Movie. Yeah. So you would probably dig the invisible yeah, man. Like if it was on TNT and I got like 30 <laughs> minutes to kill, I might finish, the, yeah. finish hollow man. Yeah. I'd be like, Oh man. Just, all right. Yeah. I'll watch it. All right, and I'm, gonna, I'm just going to talk about one more, and I'm, I, you'll notice I'm working my way in reverse order. That way people have had plenty of time to see these movies. Chris Hemsworth, okay, not a fan. I am of this movie, though. Extraction. It's a Netflix original movie, which you know how I am about Netflix originals, but he's like this ex-Special uh, Forces dude who gets hired by a family to retrieve their son who is being held for ransom, Okay. And he does a fantastic job. And there is like a four and a half minute uh, kind of action scene in this movie that is one continuous shot. And like, if you're not ready, it'll make you vomit. I'm not going to lie. I'm reading in a review here and it looks like that is where the critical feedback for this movie came from. Because everything else that seems the critics enjoyed about the movie, the direction, the art direction, the writing, everything, it's the uh, excessive, in quotes here, violence that they're critical on. And, right. And which, if you're noting it, that makes that means that, hey, this is notable because you, uh, yeah, yeah, you yeah, and yeah. I, I mean, we watch slasher movies together, right. so we're... This This is not a slasher movie gory. This is very, uh, lack of a better way to put it, this is very realistically gory. You can, like, if this might could cause uh, traumatic feelings for someone that may have gone through something right, real. you know, yeah, yeah, exactly. It really could. It's, uh, but overall, I'm going to tell you, it's a, it's a cool movie. It's got a good storyline The you know, of course I, I'm into the shoot 'em up action movies, you know, so the gore and violence and stuff, I was like, all right, that's awesome. But, uh, but I know that you enjoy those movies. That's why I often look to you for how you, you view one of these things, because I mean, I, I like them too, but sometimes you get a hold of one that's like, okay, this is like a Steven Seagal B movie. I really never <laughs> yeah, should have started this. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I'm sorry you said it, so now I got to bring it up. I read a tweet. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't even. Okay, I read a tweet the other day that said, when I was a teenager, my dad caught me wearing a ponytail, so he sat me down and made me eat an entire Steven Seagal movie. <laughs> And I told this to my wife, and she's like, why is that funny? I was like, because, man, when you were a teenager and your parents caught you smoking, you had to smoke until you couldn't smoke no more, and then they'd throw the rest of them and say, eat them. I said, I've watched so many of my friends have to eat cigarettes because they got caught smoking. Yeah. I said, that's why it's funny. She's like, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I was like, well, th whatever. It's hilarious. To They're me. comparing ingesting <laughs> a carton of cigarettes <laughs> yeah, to dude. watching Steven Seagal action <laughs> movies. That that's the comparison, Jenny. 
Uh, it was good, though. It was fantastic. <laughs> oh, man. Sorry. Okay. Uh, Extraction was good. Steven Seagal movies, you shouldn't eat them. Okay? <laughs> so, Just don't eat them. <laughs> but, okay. So, what we can do to, to end this episode, just because I, I did mention the funny tweet about having to eat a Steven Seagal movie, which sounds just terrible uh, but I, I found it a bad list. enough having to watch one right yeah let alone eat it can you imagine you're having to eat uh under siege or uh <laughs> what else was a was another one uh it doesn't matter he had a ponytail in all of them we know that <laughs> oh the patriot oh yeah okay anyway above the law above the law these are classics though <laughs> yeah these 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 are uh a, a time capsule for the action movie of that that time when there were a lot of movies that were made like that like the Stallone movies like Cobra yeah anyway uh, so I, I figure we can just end this episode since we are going to make it short and I'm just going to read some of these um, basically someone posted up share your embarrassing story and there are so many posts so I'm not going to read all of them but I'm, I'm going to read uh, a few of them that are cringeworthy some of them are funny and some of them really just make you go like uh, i would crawl under a rock but uh Oof. so let's let's start it out with a strong one here um it's got all the names and stuff blacked out so i can't tell you who posted it but anyway it says i broke up with my girlfriend at a restaurant and she started crying everyone thought i'd propose so they started clapping it's kind of cringeworthy uh-huh. yesterday at target the cashier said your receipt's in the bag and i responded with you too so I've been dealing with that for the past 18 hours, but I'm slowly coming to terms with it, which is cool. That sounds like something you would do. Yeah, well... You'd, that, you'd uh, respond awkwardly, and only you would think about it the rest of the day. I, I know, man. I do, though. I let it eat me alive. But that's what's known as a Freudian slip, okay? It's when you say one thing, but you mean your mother. I'm, I mean another. Uh, you know what I'm saying? And originally, the Freudian slip was supposed to be, oh, that's the true thought in the mind for this situation. Well, it's kind of been redefined now is what it really is, which is just like whenever your mind is like, hey, they said this, so you give your auto response, but then your brain's like, oh, that's not what they said. So I had this happen to me twice and one visit to the supermarket. With the same person? or at least? Yes, no, with the same cashier. Ooh, cringe. Yeah, it was bad. So I walk in and... Every every single time you walk in, you most of the time, if they're not busy, the cashier will be up at the front. They'll be like, hi, welcome to X, Y, and Z, you know, and you're like, oh, hey, you know, or, you know, is there anything I can help you with? All this kind of stuff, right? Nah. nah. So she was saying, um, do you need help with your bags to the person that was leaving? That for some reason, and I... I my brain did not hear anything about bags and she was not talking to me and I was like, no, I'm good. And like this woman who's getting her bags, I was like, what a jerk. And I was like, as soon as I started walking off, I was like, oh, that was bad. <laughs> I was like, whatever. I'm just going to go about my business, get my milk, get out of here. Then it comes around to where I have to come up. I'm like, please let there be another cashier. I was like, ah, of course there's not. Hi, yeah, here you go. Here's my stuff. I'm the idiot who, you know. And... So, very similar situation comes up. What happens when you leave? Most of the time they say, well, I'm used to have a nice day. That's what 
they always say. So she says, do you need your receipt? I said, you too. And I walked off and I got out to the car. I was like, that was twice. That was twice in one visit. I have to, oh God. To the same woman. Oh yeah. I was like, this woman thinks either A, that I am such an arrogant jerk that I don't even have time for her words. Or the more accurate one, she's like, this guy doesn't listen to anything. He's kind of a moron. And I'm like, well, at least that one's accurate. You know? So <laughs> she's like, it's these guys and these drugs. <laughs> yeah. These kids today, they're on the marijuana drugs. We know it. They're just snorting it right in their veins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At their snurfing dweeps. <laughs> yeah. Are you on those internets? <laughs> Yeah, my personal favorite, I'm going to tell on my dad for a minute. My personal favorite is like we were watching a basketball game. I don't know how long ago it's been. I mean, like I was in, I was a teenager. I don't even think I was like a senior in high school yet, but we were watching a basketball game and one of the players had previously been suspended from marijuana. And I don't know, he missed a layup or something. He, he, he flubbed pretty bad. You know what I'm saying? It was like a missed layup. My dad goes, if he didn't spend all his time on the pot. And I was like, what's he being on the toilet have to do with any of this? And he's like, what? He's on the pot. I was like, "Uh uh-huh. He's like, marijuana. I was like, oh, pot. It's not the pot. It's just pot. Yeah. Are you the type of guy who goes to the Walmarts? The Facebook? Yeah, I got to get on the space box here and, you know, my face, but... (laughs) How are you turning on this computer? Yeah. Well, luckily, my dad is becoming very tech savvy because his job demands that he does everything online now. And I was like, I was doing it for him for a while. You know, he would fill out all of his forms and stuff. I wouldn't be on that. But I'd have to kind of get him there. And Same. I, I understand. Yeah, I was in a similar situation with my grandpa. He was uh, not very computer savvy. But now he does so much on his own without me that I'm, not, I'm barely even needed. Yeah. Well, the only thing I ever have to help my dad with now is scanning. Yeah, that's the one thing that, and here's the deal. My dad, he can lie to me all he wants to. I'll still gladly help him. He knows how to do it. He just doesn't want to. He just doesn't want to. I think he wants to make me feel special. He's like, you're the only one who can help me. I was like, you know what, dad? I needed it today. Thanks, man. Let me scan that in for you. Kind of like how their generation, I think it was, they were able to program like the microwave and make it stop blinking, made them like heroes. Yeah. (laughs) I mean... They are the unsung heroes. Maybe they are the greatest generation. All right. Well, you know, guys, uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, wrap this up for today. Uh, I, I know I acknowledge the fact that this is kind of a weird episode that we just kind of, you know, kind of shot the bull for a little bit and and all that. But, you know, please, uh, please understand that things things for us are not the same without C. Wayne. Um, and, uh, you know, so we're. We're looking forward to next week. You know, we're, we'll be back uh, back at our same bat time, same bat channel. Uh, but, you know, if, if you stuck with us this long, uh, you know, all we're going to ask is that you stick with us a little longer. You know, we're, we're, uh, we're going to keep putting out content. Uh, I would love to have feedback from our listeners on things you want to hear about, um, you know, and not to mention, you know, if you bring me a good topic to talk about and I don't know about it, I'm going to ask you to come be on my show. Uh, I would love to have our listeners come and be a part of our success. Uh, and yeah, I'm probably sound a little optimistic, but, but that's what I want. No, I agree with you. At the same time, we do have the capabilities if we needed to, to bring someone in from any 
you know, web service like a Skype, we can bring someone in and, and they can be a part of our show. Absolutely. There's not yeah. an issue with that. Yeah. I, and that, I think that'd be awesome. And uh, I think it, that would be a good way of engaging with some Zoom, of our... That was the one I couldn't remember. Yeah, Zoom. There you go. That, that was the one that... Uh, well, that stock went up last year. We know that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm, my office uses WebEx, yeah. but Zoom, my gosh, it just came out of nowhere and just took over everything. Yeah. Um, so Zoom or Skype or something like that would be an awesome way for us to be able to reach out to the people uh, that are across the pond that are our listeners. So uh, I've, I've given a shout out to Belgium, and we definitely appreciate uh, those folks listening there. But I get it to do a new one this week, and I'm super excited about it because of, you know, my lineage, not necessarily my heritage because, you know, I'm, I'm American as Trashberry Pie, but my lineage... <laughs> Trashberry. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But, um, but, you know, my lineage goes back to Ireland, and so I want to give a huge shout-out and a big thank you to our listeners in Dublin, Ireland. Uh, man, it means the world to us that, you know, I, I saw one little pop-up uh, one day, and I checked it again the next day, and, man, it showed multiple downloads right there, and I was like, okay... Uh, so that's cool. There's at least somebody in Ireland that's feeling us. You know what I mean? Same thing in Belgium. Same thing across this country. You know, uh, shout out Anchorage, Alaska. And we would invite, we invite and we love those opinions and thoughts as well. Feedback, anything positive, negative, however, ever critical, whatever you want to say, just interact with us guys. Yeah, for real. Find us on Facebook, the Hoot Hobbs show on Facebook. Also the same name on Instagram. Um, same on Twitter. Yes. Okay. Same on Twitter. I, I'm terrible with Twitter. I'm not on Twitter enough. Yeah, but we haven't had anybody directly adding us or anything. So once we do... Get some interaction. We, we will yeah. interact with you. That, don't worry. If you hit hit us up, we will yeah, interact. Yeah, we're, we're going to hit Just shoot back. us up with that. You up? <laughs> yeah, because I promise right now we're down bad. All right, we're going to answer. <laughs> <laughs> it's facts facts. Uh, but hey, uh, thank you guys uh, to our listeners around the world which is a cool thing to be able to say. Uh, and to all of you know our American listeners, too, as far away as Anchorage, Alaska, uh, Lodi, California, Denver, Colorado, St. Paul, Minnesota, uh, a lot of stuff right here in our area. We've got Virginia. We yeah, have the Illinois, D.C. Kentucky. area. Yeah, 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 man. So uh, things are growing, and we're excited about it, and we want to keep bringing you good content. So that's why I'm asking for you to tell us, you know, hey, what do you want to hear about? You know, like, like I said last week, I... I'll talk about anything. Like I, I can, I can literally talk about anything. And I'm not saying it's going to be factual or make any sense, yeah, but I will talk. It, yeah, he doesn't say it'll be articulate. <laughs> right. But I'll just, but I'll talk about it. That's right. <laughs> but uh, anyway, guys, we just want to say thank you, man. Uh, like I said before, follow us on uh, social media, uh, and you can download the podcast and subscribe to it wherever you listen to podcasts, whether it be Apple, Google, Spotify, whatever. Uh, hit us up, and uh, man, just keep supporting us so we can keep bringing you the best things that, that we can possibly uh, do for you, okay? For myself, uh, Hoot Hobbs, and Mr. BT, Brandon Torres, and uh, our, our brother who is not here, C. Wayne, Thank you for listening to the Hoot Hob Show. We bid you good night.